everything happens in the synapse and you know without getting too much into the science it's what the availability of different chemicals to transmit messages and that's what makes you feel a certain way um and it, it, it affects your thinking it affects everything you do hey everybody welcome to the podcast my name is danny cola it's a pleasure to have you here in this episode i'm going to talk about nootropics and what nootropics are are supplements that enhance your cognition and hopefully help you function at a higher level throughout the entire day and when you have goals to achieve and things that you want to do with your life you need that energy you need to function at high levels you need to process information faster quicker retain information recall information all that sort of thing and keep that enthusiasm every single day now i think nootropics work well with a healthy lifestyle like getting eight hours of sleep eating quality foods maybe intermittent fasting meditation all that kind of thing i don't think nootropics are a supplement to not doing all that thing all those kinds of things and using this as a magic pill however i do think there is a noticeable positive increase in the way that you function throughout the day the way that you feel that being said, I'm very interested in the topic of nootropics and taking a deeper dive into how nootropics work on the brain. So in this podcast, I talk with CEO of Formula Nootropics, Dan Freed and Adam Greenfield. We discuss how Formula Nootropics started as a company. We discuss how nootropics specifically work in the brain. And it's just a fun conversation. So I hope that you guys benefit from it. And if nootropics sound like something that you might benefit from, go to www.getmyformula.com right now. Check out which nootropic stacks would work best for you. And when you're done, use promo code Danny Cola Fitness at checkout. And you'll get 20% off your order of formula nootropics. So thank you all for listening to the podcast. And I hope you enjoy the show. So I've been into different nootropics for more than 10 years now. Um, and it started just because of the demands of life. You know, I, I have naturally, I have a horrible time with focus uh, for as far back as I can remember. You know, I, I was having trouble in school. Um, it wasn't that, it, I don't think my problem was intelligence. Uh, for the most part, I think, um, most people don't actually struggle with intelligence. They struggle uh, with focus, with motivation, procrastination, all of those things. Yeah, uh, you know, another argument that's coming up too is like, was the actual education system uh, or is the actual education system set up in the right way that's suitable for everyone's optimization? You know, like there's a lot of arguments in that direction as well too. Yeah, I, I fully agree with that. And um like for so for me, my formal education as a kid ended when I was 16 and I was failing most of my classes. Uh, I never actually passed the 10th grade and I ended up dropping out of high school. Oh, wow. And uh, I went to work in fast food. So I was a sandwich artist at Subway for a couple of years. Um, and then I slowly worked my way up in kitchens uh, to become a chef. And I mean, so the thing is in kitchens, you know, it, it's very demanding work. It's still learning a lot of stuff, but it's a different type of work where I wasn't sitting down at a desk. I wasn't listening to a lecture. There was no homework. Uh, and it was something I was passionate about. So I did really well and I excelled. Um, and, you know, being in the kitchen, it's long hours. It's tons of work. That's when I first started experimenting with nootropics. Um, when I really got into it was when I decided to go back to school in my late twenties. Okay. Interesting. And, uh, you go back to school because you wanted a life change or what well, fast food wasn't working, working out for you or what was the re that reason? Well, so at that point, uh, so I became a chef and I traveled around the world for about 10 years. Uh, and I worked in, you know, a, a famous Michelin three-star restaurant in France I worked on cruise ships and international hotels, uh, and I was in an executive management position, and I wasn't cooking that much. Um, so I, it was mostly scheduling, procurement, writing menus, things like that. And 
I just, I wasn't as passionate about that side of the work and I wanted to transition my career into startups. Oh, interesting. Um, so did you find that using nootropics when you were cooking made you more aware or did it attribute to, uh, you know, you getting different jobs, networking within the industry? Like, can you compare uh, how it, how, you know, your, your approach to things before taking nootropics as opposed to afterwards? Yeah, so I would attribute a lot of my major career successes as a chef to different biohacks. So, you know, whether it was different types of dieting, exercise routines, meditation, uh, nootropics are a big part of that. Uh, nootropics, you know, especially caffeine, um, I used in a really unhealthy way for a couple of years. Um, I can remember uh, when I was working on the cruise ships, I was doing about 100 to 120 hours a week. Uh, we were on seven days a week, no days off for six months straight. Jesus. Yeah. And um, because I was the exec sous chef, I had a key to a locker full of Red Bulls. And, you know, I used to drink five of those things a day. Um, and that was basically just to keep up because I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't do those hours any other way. Yeah. I mean, even just having those hours is not the healthiest thing in the world. So let's just throw that in with the Red Bulls or whatever crap they've been putting in your body. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I would burn out. I burnt out a lot. And that, that was when I decided to make the career change. I was just working nonstop. Um, and I felt like I was selling my life, you know. And um, so I at that point, I I wanted to go back to school. But because I, I never went to college, I never even went to culinary school. Um, and the options were very limited. I was fortunate enough that I interviewed with an MBA program in, it was actually a third tier school in the UK. And they said, based off of my experience with international management, they would take me, but I had to get an 80th percentile, which is a 650 on the entrance exam. So I, I took a break from my job. I took a, a little vacation and I studied for the test and I did horribly. I mean, I couldn't even break a 500. Um, I just, I couldn't, the, the exam was four hours and I couldn't sit there for four hours straight. I couldn't concentrate on anything. Uh, and that's when I really started getting into nootropics because this was a goal that was really important to me. Uh, and I tried everything, you know, I started with different stuff from GNC, then I was exploring on the internet. Uh, and before I knew it, I found a couple ingredients that worked really well. And my score started going up. Uh, when I eventually took the test, which was I think I did about six weeks of studying, uh, I ended up scoring 99th percentile, which was much better than than I had hoped. Were you doing any like prep with uh, taking nootropics or was it just simply uh, onto the next try, onto the next try? I'm just going to take these pills alongside my other methods of benefiting my physical and mental health. Uh, but were you doing any other like prep things to, to, to back up that or no? Yeah. So it, I took a methodical approach and this is similar to, you know, this was the beginnings of, of the system behind formula. So the GMAT's made up of a quantitative section and then a verbal section. So those are two very different types of thinking. So the quantitative section was, you know, combinatorics, permutations, all of these different brain teaser type problems. And I had specific ingredients that worked well for studying um, quantit like studying math. Uh -huh. um, and then I had another set of ingredients that I would use when I was uh, improving my reading comprehension my sentence correction, all of those things to, to help me with verbal fluency and kind of getting into a flow state where, you know, I can remember before nootropics, I would read the same page like five times and I wouldn't be able to answer a question. And afterwards, I could skim through the page really quickly and understand completely what they were talking about. Hmm. See, that's something like, that's something that I don't typically do. Like, you know, Dan, um, Adam was asking me a whole bunch of questions about my morning routine. Like I take the nootropics and then I'm very like I do, I, you know, I go on my drive to work, but I'm very auditory. I take in the most knowledge uh, when I'm listening to stuff and I don't typically 
uh, like to do the reading part because I'm not really that good at it, but I've never tested my reading ability um, after immediately after the, the nootropics. So that's something that I'm going to have to uh, pay more attention to and challenge myself in that regard. Yeah. I mean, so it, the system behind formula was, uh, you know, a couple of years after, after I successfully went through, through my master's degrees, I went and I tested all of these different nootropics and I would, I would do everything from timing myself, how long it would take me to read something, uh, my typing speed. Surprisingly, there's a very high correlation between how quick I type uh, mm-hmm. and which nootropics I'm taking. Uh, and I basically, I just measured everything and, you know, some ingredients popped out as a very clear winner for certain tasks and goals. Interesting. All right. So what was the protocol in figuring that out? Number one, number two, what were, was this just totally formulated on your individual, uh, ways of going about things and, um, like what type of ingredients are triggering what uh, pieces of the brain to get things going a little bit faster or to create a bigger bandwidth or better bandwidth, so to speak? Okay. So to explain how, how it all started, like what, how the company and this rigorous testing protocol started was I, I was already well experienced with nootropics and I wanted a methodical test to see what was really working best for me. So I had a friend and I bought all these different nootropics and I told him, I want you to blind me. So pack different bags with numbers on it. And every day I'm going to take a different one. I have no idea what's in it. Some of them were placebos. Some of them uh, might not work. Um, and every day I would take one and I would, I I used a couple different apps to track my productivity, uh, and I would take rigorous notes on, on how I felt and what I was accomplishing. And I did that for months. And at the end of this trial period, I I looked over my data and I saw that there were, it was really clear for me, there were some ingredients that every time I took them, I got a a predictable result and I, I was getting all these benefits. So I used my own data to kind of optimize my formulas and it it had a huge impact on my life at this time uh, my friends my family they were seeing that I was kicking ass at at life and they said hey you know I want to try nootropics so I first started just giving people what works for me Um, and it didn't really work so well you know I, I would give them say like you know this is the formula that I take to give me more energy and it didn't have the same results in everybody else. Some of them, it worked, some of them, it didn't. And that's when I started making these trial kits that was, you know, this semi-blind kit that all of um, my friends were going through at the time. And they, they would do the same thing. They would take different nootropics. They would, analy- they would record their data. And then at the end of a month, I would analyze it. I would tell them what works best for them and make them a custom formula. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty in depth right there, man. Um, so what other things do you typically do to get the greatest effect from these nootropics? I know we talked about, you know, exercise, breath work, fasting. Um, but do you recommend a certain type of approach with your daily activities and a life approach in general when you're taking these? Or can you just kind of like blindly be like, look, I'm looking for some sort of spark here. Uh, and and could, could these work with just any sort of situation? So the approach that I take, and th- this is what works best for me. And I, I think a lot of people, they just, they expect nootropics to, to be this magic pill that kind of fixes everything. Yeah. I want to, to get the most out of them. And I, I came up with a couple of things that work for me. So one is I organize my week based off of what type of tasks I have. Uh, For example, today I was doing a lot of coding. Uh, I had to make a lot of changes to our website and it it uses a specific type of thinking. 
Mm-hmm. So today uh, I used my energy stack because one, I didn't sleep well last night. Um, and that gets me really excited and energetic to go through and run through all of those things. And then there's some days where I'm, I'm doing writing, I'm doing blog posts um, and things like that. And for that, I'll take, uh, for me specifically, the creativity pack works the best. Uh, so I structure my day where the same type of tasks I have blocks of time where I do that and I know exactly which nootropic is going to help me function at peak performance for those those tasks. Do you feel that you you take the nootropics with food or without food it works better or worse? Uh, so there's two different types. There's fat soluble and water soluble. Um, for us, we we designed it so you could take every pack on an empty stomach. The, the ingredients that are fat-soluble, we actually put MCT oil. Um, we put an MCT oil pill in with them. So even if you take them on an empty stomach, you'll still get a high rate of absorption. Interesting. Yeah, so like the, the energy stack with uh, the logic stack, if, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, like I said, I'm engaging with a lot of different types of people throughout the day, whether it's students, different colleagues, clients, you know, when I'm coaching on the field or I'm doing a podcast or whatever, I, when I put those two together the entire day, and I'm already an eccentric type cat, but the entire day, man, I am just like, boo, like a, a speeding bullet. <laughs> and it's not like, it's not even like a an uncomfortable type of feel either. There's no jitter. It's very like, okay, I'm taking in all this information at rapid speed and I feel pretty amazing about things that are happening. Like it was a very, and I'm, I'm an optimistic guy generally, but for some reason, man, I felt pretty, pretty uh, higher attuned than, than normal. And it was very interesting feel. Yeah, those are two of my favorite formulas. And um, so the, the active ingredients in actually in both of those formulas, they're, they're well studied. Uh, they were they were studied for Alzheimer's and dementia patients initially. So they've okay. been around for, for decades now and they have they've all passed phase three clinical trials. There's a wealth of, of information out there on them. But only recently, you know, about the last five years, do they discover that if you're young and healthy and you take them, instead of um, repairing a deficit, which is what it does in somebody with a neurodegenerative disorder, it actually gives you a boost, um, which is incredibly interesting. And it's hard to describe if you've never experienced that because it's not like a caffeine rush. Yeah, for sure. Now, what's exactly happening? I, I, I typically explain to people, like, when I try to describe nootropics, it's just helping neurons and synapse fire at a faster rate. Is that uh, halfway true, entirely true? Where where, where do I land on, on that on that scale? Yeah, uh, so everything happens in the synapse. And, you know, without getting too much into the science, it's what the availability of different chemicals to transmit messages, and that's what makes you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it affects your thinking, it affects everything you do. And these the nootropics, uh, each one of them, for the most part, we target the acetylcholine neurotransmitter system, which is the learning and memory system. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's mostly the one we're targeting. Also, a little bit of serotonin and dopamine and, and uh, different uh, systems. But for the most part, it, it gently manipulates them in different ways uh, to make um, neurotransmitters more accessible. And that's going to have an impact on how you retain information, how you feel, um, and your different cognitive tasks. Very interesting, man. Um, yeah, like we're, you know, as humans, we're always trying to alter our consciousness for, you know, you name the reason. Um, as somebody who wants to try to maximize my effort every day, um, the balance act of that is trying to enjoy the process too. So what type of recommendations would you say to, uh, try to get yourself from a stressed out state of mind to more of relaxed mindset approach. Is there like any sort of, 
recommendations you have to kind of naturally get your mind in more of a calming state or yeah on that i mean adam my co-founder is here and he he can go into all the different breath work and types of meditation um one of the things that i found you know nootropics have had this huge impact on me but Mm -hmm. the bigger impact and the lasting results come from things like exercise good habits good diet meditation however um nootropics helped me develop those habits so you know one one classic example i i still work a lot right now uh and you know about a year ago i was trying to get into the habit of going to the gym the only time i could go was before work so that's like 6 a.m and this was winter in new york so i would have to wake up at you know 5 30 a.m in the snow and go to the gym hell yeah bro that's my life right there yeah. And to, to develop a new habit like that, it's hard. And I kept trying to do it and something would always come up. I was either working late. I didn't sleep well. I had to cancel and I could never create that consistent habit. And so, you know, I, what I did was I joined um, an expensive gym class because that's, you know, putting my money down. I didn't want to lose the money. Uh, and I also created a, basically a pre-workout formula Um, which was similar to my energy formula. And I I kept it on my nightstand. And the first thing I did when I woke up, even before I got out of bed, is I would take that formula. And I knew once I took that formula, I'm not going back to sleep. It's pointless to hit the snooze. And and I worked out, I knew that I would have a great workout and I would feel good. And for three months, I didn't miss one day at the gym, which I've never done in my entire life. Um, And once I had the habit, after three months, I just stopped taking the, the energy formula in the morning and I still would get out of bed because I had developed healthy habits. Interesting. Yeah. So like you're using them as an aid to kind of get you uh, the momentum or get you on that, uh, that path of success and setting you up for success. Now, do you recommend... Uh, this for high school kids is this something that a teenager could take or do you recommend 18 and over where where is that threshold lie so we recommend 18 and over and the main reason most of the so before we approve an ingredient we have an internal scientific team and we do systematic reviews on all the evidence uh mostly clinical trials for each ingredient the vast majority of the clinical trials were conducted on adults. So there just isn't data on how a teenager's brain, which is still developing, mm-hmm. is going to interact with the different ingredients. And because of that, we recommend 18 and over. Okay. All right. Well, that makes a ton of sense. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, CBD, cannabidiol? Do you uh, feel that CBD products work well with nootropics or um, they, do they have like a tandem effect or a synergistic effect or anything like that? Yeah, uh, I think CBD is great. Like I said, I, I think the, the general thing that I've learned with all of our different trials and testing is that everybody responds differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I respond to certain types of CBD oil. Uh, I think we're going to, we'll, we'll probably have a product that incorporates CBD um, in the future, uh, especially since we're developing different anxiety and sleep formulas. Cool. Uh, but it's not going, everybody's not going to have the same results from CBD. Yeah, right. I, I've, I've read that. Um as, as, yeah, a, as a funny side story on CBN, last night I was walking down the street in Manhattan and four 50-something white women going on like their evening power walk together were having like a really intense conversation and argument over the difference between CBD and THC. I woke up first thing in the morning. I texted like my one of my very best friends in the world who started a CBD company just laying out that story and being like your product has arrived (laughs) yeah no it's uh it's a hot topic that that a lot of people are talking about and they're still like i'm I'm almost appalled at how many people are still like well what is cbd what does that do like where do you get that what is it you know like um you know it's 
cannabis is still very taboo and it's going to be for a long time. There's still a generation of people here that are very stubborn. Now let's, let's talk about that because I, I come from a, a, a lineage of very stubborn individuals, like to a point to where it's almost sick and it, it stops them from growing in a lot of facets of life because their way is the only way. And, um, you know, it's hard to change that mindset. Do you feel that nootropics can kick off the mentality of possibly changing the your mindset and frame of thinking? I mean, so I know exactly what you're talking about and I can relate. I don't have many people like that in my life now, um, but it's. I think that's a different type of change. I think what what nootropics can do is they, when people experience it and they see that there's a different, there, there's something that that's out there that can be changed. So, mm-hmm. you know, before I experienced them, I didn't know what it was like to have focus. Uh, all these different barriers that I had, I just thought, you know, that's the way life is. That's the way I am. And when I saw that those things could change, I could be the guy that wakes up every morning at 5.30 and makes it to the gym and has that personal integrity I was much more open-minded to things as far as like a complete change in mindset. Um, I think psychedelics are probably one of the best things to do that. Um, yeah. That, that's the next direction I wanted to take this, this podcast. Like you, you see MDMA being something that's, uh, that's used to, to treat and cure PTSD, depression, anxiety, uh, all these things that we seem to have major issues with in the United States today. Um, what are your thoughts uh, specifically on, on that and the future of that MDMA and psilocybin psychotherapy? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, I've read a lot of the research. Actually, um, I think ketamine. Is, so ketamine was just approved for the treatment of depression, especially mm-hmm. resistant depression. Uh, I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, I was actually at Yale when they were conducting the studies and I knew some of the people involved. Um, I think that that's going to be a game changer for the, uh, the depression space, mm-hmm. especially because of you know, how quickly it acts. Um, I think MDMA, psilocybin, LSD, um, when used correctly, uh, can have this huge impact on a person's life. And, and the best part is it's, it's really rapid. Um, so a, a lot of the other medications in that space, uh, it takes time for them to start working. What would be the protocol, in your opinion, to change to change the 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 view of those types of drugs? Because they're they're obviously very taboo, but they are clinically shown to have all these positive effects and fast. But like, what do we have to do as a society to kind of have these conversations openly without trying to offend anybody so that we can get the point across and look at these types of drugs with a different light? I think that it's happening. Uh, I think, so when I, when I see, I, MDMA is a good example. You have uh, PTSD affects veterans a lot. Um, so there's this huge need. And when somebody is that desperate, and there's a solution out there. They're willing to, you know, go into a clinical trial. They're willing to be open-minded because they're just desperate. A lot of these people are close to suicide, um, and that kind of pushed it forward. Um, I hope that as more uh, clinical research is done, and more, especially getting the medical community on board, uh, it'll just become more and more accepted. And I, I think, you know, in five to ten years. A lot of those things um, won't be taboo anymore. I think in some ways, nootropics are still a little taboo. For uh, sure. I, think, I think the same thing's going to happen. You know, one of, the, one of the things that we're going to do as a company is start uh, publishing our data. Um, and my hope is that, you know, there's all these different ADHD treatments out there, some of which are neurotoxic and, and have consequences. Uh, it's not to say that there isn't a place for those things. Um, but maybe nootropics could be, you know, the first line of defense for somebody who's suffering from those types of symptoms. Yeah, man, that's that's pretty interesting. And, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I've been interested in nootropics for a little while now, and I love the effect they have on me. 
Um, and I'm glad to kind of pick up the brain of somebody like you to kind of understand this a little bit more. And it's kind of refreshing to, to hear that, you know, we're going in this direction and that there are uh, avenues for, for help for people. You know what I'm saying? Now, Adam, uh, let's try to uh, break down a couple of things here. Uh, and maybe Dan, you could assist with these, but what, let's go down uh, and break down a little bit. How can uh, intermittent fasting um, or fasting in general, or maybe even just like a fat adapted keto diet assist with, uh, assist with taking nootropics and does that have an effect, uh, less or more if you're fasting or not? Sure. So, um, assuming that everyone's familiar with a, a ketogenic diet, um, at the moment you drop into ketosis, right. And your brain starts using ketones um, to produce energy, there is a noticeable improvement in clarity, in flow, mm-hmm. in fluency. When you, the, I mean, I personally use intermittent fasting um, as a tool to get deeper and deeper into ketosis. Um, so I personally notice day in, day out, I, days that I do fast, um, I notice a, a big difference cognitively simply because I'm deeper into ketosis. Um, days when I don't fast and I eat early, um, just based on how my body is tuned right now, I am slightly more sluggish. Now, if you are in a fat adapted state and you are using ketones for energy or you're taking exogenous ketone um, that is producing that mental flow, and you stack nootropics on top of it, there's a couple ways that it can happen. One is there are certain nootropics that literally help you like suppress appetite um, hmm. in order to get through your fast easier. Um, so like I know you personally don't use any fat in the morning. Um, so you won't like in your coffee in the morning, like you're not putting, you're not taking in any calories in the morning. No. I, I on the other hand do. So like you have like a threshold of like 35 calories to stay in a fastest state, right? Yeah. Like, so I I asked a friend of mine who's like a fasting expert, um, Will Mills. He's pretty fun, uh, pretty fun follow on Instagram. It's underscore fast eat repeat. But I asked him this question and, and basically his idea was like, if, if you're fasting specifically for, to get deeper into ketosis, which is what I am, that's my only goal, then like, as long as you're not eating solid foods, um, like with however many calories you need that, that are purely fat, it's just going to help you produce more ketones. If you're you're fasting as a weight loss tool, then any calorie that you bring in is going to pull you out of that, that intended fast. Does that make sense? Mm, Yeah, it does. Interesting. Okay. So, I, I mean, when even when I started keto, I had already been on a pretty stringent daily nootropic protocol. Um, but I can say that it superpowered my ketosis, and uh, it also helps me get through the fast on those tough days. Yeah, I've also noticed when I take the uh, the energy and the logic stack together in the morning. Um, there, there were days where I went like straight through to three o'clock. You know, and that's when I really started doing like that, like a five hour eating window. When I made it to three o'clock, I was like, whoa, shit. I didn't even realize that I didn't eat today. Things were going by so smoothly. I feel freaking great. And then when I do eat, you know, I'm taking in like less portion sizes because my stomach is kind of just like smaller again. Um, But yeah, it's interesting that you say that they have ingredients in there that might suppress appetite to help you get through the fast. Fennel press, uh, fennel paracetam can suppress appetite. Uh, we are, we have our motivation blend, which has forskolin, uh, which can also suppress appetite. Uh, we actually have, so when I go into ketosis, I respond a little bit differently to certain nootropics. And we found that for people in ketosis, there are certain formulas uh, that they prefer, uh, which is what, we still don't fully understand why. We just have enough data from enough people to know that something's happening. 
Interesting. Okay. Um, so how do you guys view like your day to day? Like what fuels you? Like, why do you keep doing the work that you're doing? Like, why, like, why did you guys choose the avenue of startups? And like, how do you see every, every day unfolding? Like, what's your mindset? Do you guys look to the future or do you guys kind of like base everything that's going on in the present? Do you take your time with things? Like what, how do you guys view life every day? I know that might be kind of general, but like, what is your, what is your mantra? Yeah. I mean, I, I can give you like the, my idea of it. I'm 34 years old. I, Dan can probably test this. I've never been happier or more fulfilled. Um, I am so passionate and like just overwhelmed at this idea of building a company that arms people with simple, easy ways to make their brains work better. Mm-hmm. I think I struggled with, in, as a teen, I struggled with depression and anxiety, but more like in my twenties and early thirties, um, you know, I'm like the classic profile of this like ultra high pressure, high achieving person who like puts incredible goals on himself. And sometimes that, mo- that, manifests in anxiety or um, getting stressed out. But I struggled for so long simply with like staying focused long enough to have day in, day out, to be to define my day in, day out as being productive. Um, once I found and started experimenting with nootropics and I was able to be in full control and manipulate how productive and how long I could stay focused. Um, Like the game just changed. Whether I was physically more productive or not, um, the way that I was grading my day in, day outs were so much better. And for me, it was such a simple, easy, safe technique um, that, I I mean, I, I would love to just share it with everyone. And Dan's story is a little bit more involved because, I mean, listen, like his life was legitimately changed. He went from high school dropout to chef to getting two master's degrees from two of the top schools in the world. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, dude. When you said that you worked with people in Yale and then you dropped out of high school, I was like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, the net net, I like bragging about him, right? Excuse my <laughs> So, like, dude drops out of high school at 16, starts working at Subway, works his way up, works his way up to one of the most elite chefs in the world, decides, hey, I want to go into business now, but, like, looks at, knows he's not going to go to a four-year school because he gets out and is making a quarter of what he was making as an executive chef. He's like, I'm going to go to, I want to get my MBA, figures out a way to hack through the MBA system and go from high school dropout to grad school, gets a 99th percentile on the entrance exam, gets into INSEAD, which is basically Harvard of Europe, then gets invited to do a, to do a second master's at Yale, moves to New York City, gets a job at a great startup, and, and basically has been like starting companies since then. So like he is basically in a place where he's like, there was, this, there's, there was one inflection point in his life where he was able to, well, 20, were you 29 when you went, when you decided to go to school? Yeah, 28, 29. There was an inflection point at 29 years old where he was, there's like one point and one thing that he did that separated the first 29 years with the second half of his life. And he's created a system that can like do that for the rest of the world. Like, like we're, we're like a team to be reckoned with, man. We're like two dudes who are really happy to go to work every day. Yeah, dude, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm glad that I'm uh, I'm uh, affiliated with you guys. This is kind of cool. You guys are pretty interesting characters, and I want some of that energy that you guys are giving off. Hell yeah, man! Yeah. Um, <laughs> just so because it's nine o'clock p.m. and we're on a on a, on a Tuesday <laughs> night in New York City when we're recording. yeah, dude, and we're fucking podcasting, hanging out, having a good time. Um, there was one more direction that I wanted to take this. Um, okay. Yeah. So formula, this is the company. What is the, uh, like, what is the plan for the future for formula? 
and like how big do you guys see how big do you see this getting and what direction do you guys want to take this in yeah go for it so the idea is to create a recommendation and personalization engine for the entire wellness and human optimization community so the the problem that we kind of feel now is that when when it comes to wanting to do something better um, we have a lot of awesome people out there who are giving their personal stories right so listen the, the reason i first started nootropics was because i'm such a huge tim ferris fan and listening to tim and, and basically tim's idea is it's like he's going to experiment with a bunch of really fun stuff he's going to report his individual um, results and then his community is going to try it for themselves. So what this does is this leaves all of us biohackers, human optimization enthusiasts, whoever it is, to experiment with a lot based on a lot of, um, you know, single person clinical trials, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, right? Yeah. What we're lacking is a place that we can go that has taken all of these experiments, collected them, in, collected them into one data set, and then I can go and say, my name is Adam, 34 years old, I live in this city, these are all my protocols, and give me an accurate percentage on what like biohacking strategy or human optimization or, or wellness strategy could work. So I'll give you an example, right? I want to start meditating. Right. There's a million different types of meditation out there. Right. There's um, mindfulness meditation and you could try headspace and you could try calm and you could try all of this other stuff. What if there was a place that, could accurately, that could accurately predict the likelihood that me, Adam, 34 years old, 170 pounds in New York, which one is likely to work for me the best? How much time would that cut down, right? It took me three years and six different meditation apps to figure out that I like the waking up app from, uh, and that's the one that I used. But I had so much wasted time and so many wasted subscriptions. Um, we want Formula to be a place that people can go and get accurate, data-driven, um, science-backed recommendations on truly what protocols are going to work for them across all wellness and health, uh, across the entire wellness and health industry. That sounds awesome. That's great. Um, I'm, I'm super excited about being part of this, man, because I definitely could, per, you know, I could, I could personally attest to, to feeling that much better when I'm taking the logic and energy stacks particularly. And like I said, and, and you know, we've talked before, Adam, like I'm a passionate guy. I love the work that I do. And um, when you combine that passionate activity and purpose and, and fun with nootropics, like you, you really get to experience some of the, uh, the fruits of the world, almost heaven on earth type feeling. You know, like I feel that ecstatic about living. I feel that ecstatic about the process and the journey and the bad times and the good times. It's uh, like I said, there's a there's a lesson to be learned at all times. And I just I just think uh, nootropics kind of help you uh, hone in on all that stuff and look at things from higher perspectives. And listen, we can we can credit nootropics a lot, but a testament to you, Danny, as well. And, and to not oversell this thing. Um, you know, you spend so like, you know, just being your friend over the past couple months, um, you know, your approach and commitment to obviously eating, training. Um, but, you know, the one thing that I think you do and, and a lot of my other friends who report very similar, almost like full life euphoria, um, the one correlation between a, a lot of you guys is, is how adamant you are about meeting new people and connecting with new people and learning from people. I think it's, yeah. it's a very underestimated biohack. Um, that, that's very true. That's so fucking true, dude. Like I get energy off people and that's what fuels the shit out of me. You're spot on. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's like a it's a pretty simple habit, right? You say, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I mean, just for anyone listening, right? Pull three hours a week, and you say, I'm gonna I'm gonna have th- I'm gonna meet three new people for coffee or over lunch every week. Um, and you know, I can say just from observing friends who say similar things to Danny, where it's just like, there's this unexplicable euphoria. I'm super excited to wake up every morning. And I, I remember days and, and I still do like battle days of depression or when I'm really anxious and it's just like, dude, we're human. That's supposed to happen. Yeah. And, uh, and then I also have days where I'm just so stoked to go to work and so excited to wake up. Um, and so, yeah. I think meeting meeting new people could be a really really fun habit. For sure, As, especially if you're someone that vibes off people. There's definitely people that don't vibe off people, but that's just an individual aspect to it. You know, like you gotta always go back to one being all, and all is one, and this overwhelming sensation of love and oneness. When people talk about deep meditation, or when some people talk about like psychedelics or even people at burning man or whatever the heck it is there's like this overwhelming sensation that everything is all connected and uh like we can get that from one another you know what i'm saying it's like you're just another like you're just a version of me living another life through another lens you know what i'm saying yeah man um i, I know that we've talked about burning man before in some of our other conversations and Listen, I'm, I've gone for many years and I'm a big proponent of it. It's, it's not for everyone, but uh, it is a really incredible place to go and observe people who um, are excited to connect with one another for sure. Yeah, and just kind of like be present, you know? There's definitely something to that and all being connected. Well, look, look we're uh, coming up on uh, a little bit uh, under an hour here. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up with... Um, you know, and I and I, I'll, I'll mention this again in the show notes and then in the out out roll uh, where we can find you. But you guys can go ahead and, and talk about where we can find Formula, and if people are interested, where can they go get more information? Absolutely. Um, so come visit us on our website. It's getmyformula.com. Um, take our assessment. Use code Danny Cola Fitness That's at it. checkout. And you will get 20% off month one to make it a little bit easier on the pocket. Um, and yeah, we're, we're excited. Uh, you can connect with us uh, on Instagram at findmyformula. Um, we'd love to hear from you. You can DM us. It's, it's literally me answering the DMs. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're very accessible. Yeah, for sure. You guys have been great. And again, man, I'm a huge proponent of the product and I look forward to just kind of keep collaborating and, you know, uh, maybe there's a way that we can kind of collab and do another podcast every so often talking about brain health and uh, things that we can do to be proactive for, for, you know, gaining more brain power, increasing bandwidth, maybe even talking about uh, Alzheimer's and and, uh, dementia, because that's something that that uh it's personal it runs in my family something i've seen with my grandparents um so you know maybe we can find ways to collab uh in the future along those lines yeah man yeah we'd we'd love to we love you danny you know that sounds good man the 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 love is is mutual man right back at you guys and uh this was fun uh that's it. Let's wrap this up and, and do that. Thank you so much for, for coming on the show and, and your time and all that. Uh, it's a really fun, enjoyable process. Thanks, man. Thank you. And that was the podcast, everybody. Dan Freed and Adam Greenfield of Formula Nootropics. Yeah, Nootropics is something that uh, it, it definitely increases my ability to go above and beyond, you know? pay attention to the details you know get everything that I gotta get done done even though sometimes I may not want to just bust through the procrastination and you know it's not all the nootropics but I do think there's some some help there maybe it's a placebo right maybe there's something to taking something and really believing that you can accomplish whatever I think there's something to that Thank you to the sponsors, Formula Nootropics. Go to getmyformula.com right now. 
Use promo code DannyColaFitness at checkout. Get 20% off your nootropic stacks. If this conversation inspired you to get a little extra brain power and oomph for the day, thank you to uh, thank you to Action Coffee, DrinkAction.com, home of Amplified Coffee. This is MCT infused coffee. One of the best ways to start the day. And Well Vibes CBD. Go to wellvibesorganic.com right now and check out the store. CBD products in a bunch of different forms, balms, tinctures, and uh, capsules. CBD is great for anything anti-inflammatory. Just to kind of get your brain in a parasympathetic rested state so that you can kind of just take in what the universe is telling you at equilibrium, at balanced and listen to what your body and mind are kind of calling for in a more pure sense that's deep isn't it damn all right well i hope you enjoy your life and day and let's connect on instagram at danny cola fitness let's do this all in it together peace